This is Maxing Out Podcast 4, Seaworthy Catamarans. It's not about size. Let's extol the virtues of our own Captain Day. It's Captain Dave, he knows a thing or two. He's walked the plank and swapped the deck and kissed a kangaroo. Oh, gather around, it's Captain Dave. Don't call him Captain Crunch. So hoist away, you scallywags, he's treating us to lunch. Oh, listen up, it's Captain Dave. Hey, he sailed across the waves. Hey, he's balding, but he's brave. Hey, he likes to play croquet. Hey, he's got a dossier. Hey, he eats at Chick-fil-A. Hey, maxingout.com. What? Hello, mates. This is Captain Dave. Today, we're going to talk about the seaworthiness of small catamarans. The last time I visited the Miami Boat Show, I heard a prominent sailing magazine editor say that catamarans are only seaworthy if they're more than 40 feet in length. That came as a big surprise to me, because I had already sailed exit only halfway around the world, and we were only 39 and a half feet long. According to his gospel, we were circumnavigating in a barely seaworthy vessel. I have more than 33,000 miles of offshore experience under my belt, and I can unequivocally say that size has little to do with seaworthiness. A sturdy small yacht that sailed well is far more seaworthy than a large vessel sailed poorly by an inexperienced crew. I know of a 32-foot catamaran that sailed around Cape Horn, and I met sailors in Thailand who were completing a circumnavigation on a 35-foot catamaran with a crew of three. So what's the difference between maxi-cats and small cats like Exit Only? It doesn't have much to do with seaworthiness. It's more about speed and the ability to carry weight. Big cats go faster, sometimes a lot faster, and they can carry more weight. Fast is good, but usually not that important. If you're really into speed, you should be flying in a 747. After all, nothing goes to windward like a 747. High speed is a mixed blessing. Sailing at 15 to 20 knots is exciting and may give you the ability to get out of harm's way when you're running from a storm, but the speed that can save you can also be your undoing. What do I mean by that? When I sail exit only at 6 knots, my margin for error is infinitely large, but when I'm sailing at 20 knots, the margin for error is razor thin. I once saw our speedometer max out at 18 knots during an Atlantic storm as we sailed from Gibraltar to the Canary Islands, and I was more than a little concerned. If the autopilot failed, or any significant problem happened at that speed, my catamaran could capsize or suffer structural damage. There was no margin for error, and it was mandatory that I decrease our speed to safe levels. I trailed two warps behind exit only, bringing her speed down to four and a half knots, and immediately smiles broke out among the crew. In spite of the 20-foot seas, exit only was sailing at a safe speed with a comfortable motion, and we knew that we would be fine. We spent the next two days running off in 35 to 40 knots of wind without a problem. We were out of the danger zone and into the no-worries-mate zone. No matter what the size of your catamaran, you can't maintain high speeds for long periods in heavy seas without incurring structural damage. It's simply a matter of physics. The whole structure 
cannot safely dissipate all the kinetic energy associated with high speeds for an unlimited period of time. If you push a large high-tech cat too fast for too long in large seas, a demolition derby will begin. I've seen fast cats sitting high and dry in boatyards around the world awaiting repairs. If you want to discover the structural weakness in your cat, just sail it fast in big seas and it won't be long before you'll find the weakest link in your speed machine. Seaworthiness isn't about size, it's about seamanship. You must know the sea and know your vessel and sail it in a manner that makes it possible to survive. I sail my catamaran at five to six knots around the clock when I'm offshore. I move at those speeds so that my crew is comfortable and the boat has a reasonable motion. At six knots, my autopilot effortlessly handles the wind and seas and everyone knows they're safe. When boat speed goes above 10 knots, everyone becomes uneasy because we're sailing closer to the edge. Our perfect boat speed is 6.25 knots when we're sailing offshore. At that speed, Exit Only is able to click off 150 miles a day and do it in comfort without risk. Equally important, the autopilot is happy, and a happy autopilot means a happy crew. When you're sailing fast in big seas, the load on the autopilot increases substantially. That's not a problem until you strip the gears on the autopilot or burn out its motor. Then you have a real problem because suddenly you must hand steer in bad weather, and if you're crossing an ocean, you might be hand steering for several weeks. When the wind and sea state increases, I sail in damage control mode to protect my autopilot because I don't want my autopilot to die. I want it to live long and prosper. Yacht designers and salesmen worship at the altar of speed, while most cruisers worship at the altar of safety and comfort. If you're a mariner versed in the ways of the seas, you know the truth about seaworthiness. It's not the size of the vessel that matters. It's how you sail it that really counts. So don't let anyone tell you that your vessel is unseaworthy because of its size. Just look them in the eye and wave goodbye as you start your voyage around the world. Although the sea is big and my ship is small, life is good on exit only. Have a great day. Check out www.maxingout.com for travel journals, awesome photos, and previews from our Red Sea Cruising DVD.